What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, and today's show is going to be presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. All right. 877-37-GRIND is your number to participate. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. The only thing we ask is you call during the breaks and segments and be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll get to your phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to follow me on Twitter or uh, tweet at me, you can do that at SportsGrind. And also, if you want to stream the show live and leave real live comments, and I'll respond to them in real live time. On air, you can always go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment or go to my personal page and you can go ahead and leave comments. And like I said, if I don't respond to them, I'll respond to them later. And also keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the shows live, all right, uh, you can always download the podcast seven days a week, 365 by going to sportsgrindonline.com. And if you are traveling or Again, you tune in and we're getting preempted by Rangers or Astros. You can also go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can click the play button and you can listen to us live there. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll. All right, man. So it is Tuesday. Um, it's going up on a Tuesday. And we've got a lot of things going up on a Tuesday. And like, how creative do you have to be to get that? And you got spins. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But of course, we've got the NBA playoffs continue. First of all, game one of the Western Conference Finals is tonight. Lakers and Denver will get the picks. We'll get Jonas pick. I'll give you the keys. What I think is to the series. Um, so we got that tipping off. Of course, where we're going to start here shortly with the people in this region that the 210 care about. And we've got a big draft lottery tonight. As you can see, I've tried to do my part, uh, put on some Spurs, Pelfinet. I was going to get back to old Tony Parker jerseys. I'm like, nah, I don't jinx it too much because I ain't put that on since I was like, I don't know. That was a long time ago. That was through the jersey phase. It was clean, though. It's the white with the, you know, of course, the white authentic. <laughs> You know, those were expensive back then. But I was like, no, nah, I don't want to jinx it too much. I mean, if he would have had if, if he was going to be the guest representation tonight for the Spurs, then I probably would have. But since we're since Peter Holt Jr. didn't climbed out of a rock. And decides to want some camera time tonight, I said, no, nah, I'll just throw on the Fiesta Spurs hat. OK, but we're definitely going to talk about that here because that that what time is that tonight anyway? Uh, that's going to be 7 o'clock Central, yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern, of course, 6 Mountain Time for okay. our listeners out there. Okay. And I've seen about like 8 to 10 candles lit on social media. People just doing whatever they can. It's like, this is what it's come down to. Never been in this position for a while, in a while. But we'll, we'll start there shortly. Also, we've got, uh, of course, um, hockey continues to roll on. The Stars. They take care of the Kraken in a game seven. Very low scoring. A lot of the experts thought this was going to be a high scoring game. But it finished 2-1, a defensive game. 
you know, the stars, they got to play on home ice. Uh, Kraken, I don't think, has anything to be ashamed of in the type of season they've had. You know, they're still new in existence. But the stars are going back to another Western Conference uh, Stanley Cup finals. And they're going to punch their date to take on the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, so, therefore, there's your Western Conference finals. And then tomorrow, actually, I think on Thursday is when we get the whole thing started uh, with the uh, Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Finals. The Hurricanes um, are going to be taking on the Panthers. So look, I said it yesterday. You got a Final Four of Hurricanes, Florida. I mean, Hurricanes, Carolina. Then you got Florida representing with the Panthers, and you have Vegas in the desert, and you have Dallas. This has nothing to do about traditional hockey, you know. But credit to. Um, the guys last night on the crew, I think it was, uh, was it Messi? Was it, uh, who was my man that said it? But he was just like, look, no one cared about the Edmonton Oilers either back in the day until we started, you know, kind of winning. Meaning, like, who cares? You know, the purist going to say, like, what kind of Final Four is this? But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so you got that set. Uh, NFL, um, we've got some um, comments from uh, Dominican Sue. Uh, what he really wants not know what he doesn't want any part of he's let everybody know that we'll talk about that and we've got some other nfl news and notes that we'll get to baseball continues to go on uh dodgers are starting to warm up uh you know they were able to uh take a series last week over the padres and then they continue to win and they opened up a series last night against the twins who are kind of kind of struggling but the dodgers are getting it going their bats are heating up but you know what I did pay attention to, Carlos Correa of the Twins, he's off to a very cold, frail, cold start. And all this dust he kicked up in the offseason about, oh, this physical. No, you don't want me to get me out of physical. I mean, he went through, like, what, the Giants? Uh, who else did he bail on the before Mets. he ends up in the Mets? And he had, uh, all, already that was to get out of Minnesota. Yeah. He, who he ended up back with anyway. It's very early. Like some of these teams might not even be the team they are right now in the middle of May come September, uh, you know, August. But the reality of it is, is that it's early, but he's off to not to a hot start. You know, I don't know if he's pressing or what the deal is, uh, but the Twins have hit a little struggle. They lost a game last night in extra innings. And also um, baseball, because before we get lost up in the playoffs and the draft lottery and football, I want to make this point out here before I forget. Um, there's, I've said this before. It's nothing new, but it's just a, a rule that's lingering. Um, that I feel MLB has to do away with, especially the rules that they adopted this offseason. And that is the extra innings man starting on second. Like, I never liked this anyway. I was, you know, and I've said this a hundred times on these airwaves. I don't consider myself a seam head, okay? Uh, but I do pay attention to baseball. And I just feel that, you know, I was able to accept this during the COVID year. Okay, because you played half the games. I mean, we were thirsty for – I mean, it was almost so much of the last dance that we could watch when we were just starving for anybody to get out on the compete sports-wise. So I was okay with it. And it was supposed – according to Manfred, it was only supposed to be there temporary. Well, with all the talk of the speed of the game and trying to get these games shorter, I guess they feel this is one component they decide to leave on, the docket. And to me, due to the fact that you've added the pitch clock now, Okay, that's an element now where pitchers are having a routine. And I think balls, if they if they you go do studies, I think balls are up 
pause. I think that, you know, in regards to location is a problem for guys because you're getting rushed a little bit. It is a different routine. And I even heard Pedro saying this a couple of weeks ago, the great, you know, Hall of Famer Pedro Martinez. When you start to, let's say you're going for a changeup, you're going to slider, and you you know you're messing with in the glove, you know pitchers doing. All of a sudden, you look at that clock, and it's like, damn. Next thing you know, you got to get it out, and you ain't got the right grip. So therefore, that's the reason why there's, and that honestly has to do. I mean, we've had some guys hit. I know we just had a guy hit with a line drive the other day. But my point is, if you are already speeding pitchers up by the pace of play and this clock, there is a big difference when you are in a bottom of the ninth or excuse me a bottom of the tenth you're the visiting team next score wins and then you are a closer or a pitcher coming out of the bullpen that automatically inherits a runner on second it's just a lot going on i just think they need to get rid of that i think the pace of play has been good i know they i don't know what the studies are but i know they've shaved off some time off these games and i think due to the fact that it is the pitch clock like you can sell me on that you're doing that to help speed of the game. Like, hey man, you know, let's like we don't want 13, 4. No one wants to sit around for 13, 14, 16 inning games anymore. I used to. I don't have a problem with it. It's kind of intense, you know. But it's the time factor. So it's like, no, we're just gonna start with a man on second in scoring position, and you know that's how we're gonna do it. But now that you have a pitch clock, I think that's one rule that they really need to do away with. It is a it is a real disadvantage to closers and pitchers. I mean, that's the reason why, like, you know, in, in traditional way where you go to extra innings, like you got to earn your way to get to second in the scoring position, the old school way. And usually when that happened, then that's when you start getting pitchers checking over. Is he trying to go to third? Is the first base open? Is he dancing behind me? He's leading on the distract. It's a distraction, but you earned your way to get to second base. I don't like this. They need to go back to the traditional way because I feel like you're already shaving time off and speeding up the game anyway the other way. That's just my thoughts. I, and honestly, I don't think it is going to go away anytime soon. And on top of that, man, you you, I mean, you, you always talk – everybody always talks about because I do. I lead the conversation when you go like, hey, man, all the rules in the NFL have been changed to favor the offense, which is true. You can't even play defense hardly anymore. You can't really – you know, play corner anymore. And it really hurts the good defensive teams in this in this league. The great the teams, the franchises that stay consistently good on the defensive side of the ball. Regardless what their offense is, it, they stay top-notch on the defense. It affects those franchises. The base, look, the, the size of the base pad that they've expanded, I think by like five or six inches they've expanded. That right there, when you got a guy leading off first and he's taking a big lead, it that's a different that's a game of inches where it's almost different to where now when they go back it favors the runner and the offense because now it's an extra five or six inches out there. That helps with that base pad. Look, man, and Manfred's not one of those guys that is very loved by seam heads and even current players that play in the league. So, you know, and he's kind of, you know, a little bit fake a little bit, but I just feel like I'm just venting because none of these things, I'm, I mean, hell, they took away the shift. They took away, they're not taking away, uh, the base pads are here to stay, the size. And I doubt it very seriously they're going to stop adopting. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to continue starting extra innings with the runner on second. That was just my baseball rant for the day. But baseball's going to kick up here pretty soon because, of course, we're about to crown a champion in the NBA, and then we've got, you know, camps and stuff like that we'll get into. But let's start in the National Basketball Association. And before we start with game one tonight, I want to start with the uh, NBA lottery draft because it's 
important, hasn't been this important in this region in the 210 and the San Antonio area for a long time. Um, back when, you know, of course, Timmy came, um, you know, and then you got to go back to the early 80s, the mid 80s at the time David came. Um, we've talked about this to the nauseam for the last whole season coming to this point, because I, I think there's two parts to this. There's tonight to find out where they land. And then you've got a next month or so, a little bit over a month to talk about who is it they're going to pick. Now, I can tell you right now um, and what I wanted to propose. Is that do we think I mean, where do we think they're going to land? I mean, yes, they've got 14 percent. Detroit's got 14 percent. And H-Town has 14%, right, Mr. Clark? Three teams got 14% or are missing like 14.4 or what is it? No, it's like 14%. Okay. And, if, and if you like the uh, the Vegas picture on this, you know they're all even at plus 550. To get the number one To get overall. the number one overall pick. There's going to – first of all, outside of even this South Texas region that we broadcast in, push that to the side. The rest of the country and the rest of the people who care, this is not like the NFL draft play. It's not. Um, it'll never be. But the people that care about this, that have root and interest in NBA teams or other teams in the lottery, all hell will break loose if the Spurs get the number one overall pick. And I'm telling San Antonio, be prepared because it's going to be – it's funny because it's it's almost like karma. So the same thing about, oh, it's the rig. Oh, this has to do with pop. But they're not going to let the Spurs stay down for this long. Get ready because we're not just talking about a normal – this is what I've been told. We're not talking about a normal number one overall pick. I'm being told this is a generational type of guy that was pretty much put in, put in a lab – I get, you know, I don't even know. I'm like, damn. He, I mean, he, his English is even like he's been. His English is be, way beyond that. I think even Tony's was when he came out. Like this kid's been groomed for today. Like that. First of all, that's endorsements out the game. But I will tell you because endorsements, the NBA and the league office, nobody outside of this region, unless you are a Spur fan or yonder like a jazz that lives up in Portland. She'd be the only one rooting. Portland would be sick. You know, they would love to get lucky. Even though they got like a 6% chance, they would they would love. And maybe the NBA gods bless Dame Lillard. Say, you've been loyal. So we're going to take that 6% chance, and that envelope's going to say Portland. That fan base would deserve it, you know. Maybe the NBA gods is in its favor. That, ooh, you talk about some teams got screwed. Like they started tanking like like with two weeks in the season left, three weeks, and they end up getting it after teams have planned like this. It's like the backyard, our backyard for two or three years. But this is what I will say. Houston, NBA wins. Everybody's a cave. He lands in H-Town. Okay. Detroit, I mean, you got some history there with the Pistons, the bad boys. You know, um, they you know they they really struggled in the last couple years. It'd be okay, but I feel like they should be cursed because they passed up on Carmelo. They, they they shouldn't even deserve a guy or the potential of what this Wimby kid could be. They went with Darko Milicic over Carmelo. Are you serious? Carmelo have a ring if they would have drafted him. 
he wouldn't be ringless. That he would have been part of some of them early. That that was just whatever. So maybe the karma they don't deserve that. So it really comes down to the two one zero. Because my gut feeling tells me it's going to be either Houston or it's going to be the two one zero with an outside chance, a very slim chance of Portland getting very lucky. And maybe this is their karma for Sam Bowie instead of MJ. Greg Oden. Okay. Brandon Roy's knees deteriorate and melting before they could enjoy that. Hey, there ain't been another big man that's brought Portland a title since Bill Walton. Throw it down, big man. Throw it down. That guy. Watch the whole landscape change down here. If they do look, I, and I'm talking about, I hope you enjoyed those ticket prices cheap because they're still not going to be a playoff team. I can tell you that right, and, I, and I'll continue to that when we get back. But you listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Throw the money like you're growing trees. I've been f***ing on a French say la vie. I just put them on a jet. Now they all Italian. Way I'm dressed until I've been to a thousand dollars. All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment today is going to be sponsored by Specs. Look, there's nothing like the arrival of spring and the company smell of fresh cut prices in the air at Specs. Nobody does wine like Specs with a Texas size selection of world class wines at a lower prices. You'll find the perfect zine for spring at Specs. Specs. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and their official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. 877-37-GRIND. 
Joshua Medina checking in and say sign of the cross for tonight. Hey, that's fine. I'll, like I, I'm going to stay consistent. I've been saying this for months. They need to be in this position. I want them pretty much in this position back to back years. That's what it's going to take. Maybe not with a 14 percent chance of getting the number one pick, but they need to be a, they they need to be in the top ten again next year. Okay, they like because because my hope tonight, of course, everybody you you play the lottery to win. Okay, everybody wants the one pick. That's why everybody's been doing this stuff. That's why I think they've been planning for this for three years. But I will say that I'm good with if they can't. I'm going to feel a certain way if they land without out of the top three. I might even come in here and say conspiracy. I might, I might, you know, dig up some of them old. 99 2001 spur fans out of the grave and say hey let's march now because this is a bunch of crap i'm cool with the top three because you notice i've changed that because i was saying four but i'm like nah we can't go through all this to get fourth no it's gotta be because i because honestly i want them to have a decision because i really think my gut tells me it's probably going to be houston or detroit that the young man goes to. I just, I don't, there's no way that this city can be blessed with three number one overall potential picks. And I already told you, they get the number one pick, you might as well get popped like a six-year extension. He's going to be in a wheelchair coaching. But I really feel like Detroit or Houston's going to get them. Now, but I would love for the Spurs to be sandwiched in at two or three because now you've got a decision whether it's Scoot or where there's Brandon Miller. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know nothing too much about him by the can of paints, but I, I'm not trying to hear this twins talk. Whoever the hell these twins are, I've heard a lot of people think, oh, they're probably the going to go. Twins? Nah, man. Nah. Who are these cats anyway? Um, obviously, two brothers, both six foot seven. Um, a little bit thin on the thinner side, and they play for Overtime Elite, um, which is a kind of it's a different G League. It's not it's not the NBA system, um, but Overtime Elite has sent some guys. Uh, Dominic Barlow, uh, this uh, he was on the Spurs. Right. Uh, he was one of those guys, um, and uh, Marjan Bochamp, uh, who plays for Milwaukee, uh, he's from that program as well. So they're starting to come out. Their Thompson twins are, you know, the, the elite of Overtime Elite. This what are year. these forwards? Yeah, they're going to be, uh, you know, three fours. Yeah. I don't know about that because I'm hearing them. I'm hearing them. A lot of these pundits, that's co- you know, covering this and projecting whether I'm hearing a lot of people pointing them this direction. One of them. Uh, no. Well, because they're that, both projected to go top five. Look, man, I'm going to take your word. Which would mean that five of or four of the top five picks if, if that were to play out four of the top five picks wouldn't have played ncaa basketball i look I, I would just tell you that i feel that first of all with scoot you gotta look at his size i mean at the end of the day that's why i say regardless who they and i've been saying this regardless who they pick they're not a playoff team next year I really don't think so. At best case scenario, which that goes back to no man's land. I don't even. Know. I mean, go look at the re- what were the records this year for the ninth and tenth seeds in the league 
Okay, if you're talking about trying to fight, fight. Let's just say they do get the number one pick and this kid's just, you know, with the talent. Because, I mean, I think there's some young pieces on this team. But I, I think in regards to when you're talking about, let's say, for example, if you talk about Wimby, you know I've always said that. You, first of all, you got to get used to living in this country. I mean, you got to get like you got to get used to the NBA. The NBA game is different than what he's doing over there in France. It just is, and 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 I think that you know I've heard I've heard LeBron talk about this kid. I've heard Steph, Clay, every degree. So he's on everybody's radar. But this is not a situation to where you got a guy sitting in the states and basically playing four years of college by the name of Tim Duncan and goes down as one of the great, if the greatest power forward ever play. If you take Scoot, it's still the same thing. I, and, and that's the reason why. But this is what I'm saying. I think if you really and, – and, and you've been telling me about Scoot, and I haven't really seen him play, paid attention, but I think what sent me over the world, once, once I knew he was on Team Steph, I said, all right, get Joseph right. Then if, if he's training with Steph or whatever, then Steph sees something special and sign him. Probably trying to give him the Under Armour. Now he got invested stock in the leg. Come over here, man. But, okay. So to me, I'm going to take Steph's word. I'm going to take Jonas's word. Trust me, I do not want another guard. I don't care if they, it's just ridiculous. And they probably, but I will say, even Wimby, Scoot, and Brandon Miller, those are the three guys that are a piece to say we're going in the right direction. Nothing's guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Not even as great as Wimby looks. It does. It's no guarantee that he's going to be able to live up to this height. It's promising. It looks like he's groomed for this, man. Like this is honest in the lab. I mean, they ran a little special on the Four Letter Network over the weekend. They ran it again. I had a little countdown and shows the clips of LeBron talking and this and that. And he actually sat down and did an interview. Was talking about his time in France and listened to Wimby. And that's the one thing I was like, damn. Look how good he speaks English, man. Like, who put this guy in a lab? Like, Tony could have had this dude like, hey, man, sending him Rosetta Stone for the last, since he was 12. And they say English is one of the hardest languages to learn. I, I would probably debunk that. I say it's Latin because I messed up in high school trying to take Latin. I should have took Spanish. I was being so stupid. That's just me trying to be different. I've always tried to be, I'll take Latin. Everybody's taking Spanish. What the hell was I going to do with Latin in San Antonio? But anyway... I want them in a situation where they've got to decide with number 24, Mr. Brandon Miller, sitting right there. And I don't even know why I'm talking because they're not taking him. But I want them to have to decide between them and Skew. I don't know about these twins. And like I said, anything else. First of all, I'm not happy with four. Anything past four, we got screwed. We got screwed. But I really think they're going to land probably at number two. They're going to have the second. They're going to have no worse. They, I think my gut tells me they're going to land it two. I'm hoping for one, but I think they land no worse than three. That's what I think. We'll see what happens. Well, as it plays out, we know that they can't land any worse than seven. You know, so That'd we do. Horrible. We do know that already. And when you look at, I understand what you're wishing for, and I understand what you're hoping for, but it doesn't always play out that way. Sometimes a team that shouldn't wins the lottery. True. Okay. Uh, NBC Sports on the well now well yesterday well, now that we're here at the lottery uh, brought us back to five of the greatest upsets in lottery history. Okay. All right. And number five, the New Jersey Nets at the time, getting Kenyon Martin. They Kenyon- had a four point four percent chance. 
And Kenyon went number one overall, right? If I'm, in 2000. Uh, 2000. That was a long time. It seems like forever ago, but not that. But These okay. are number one overall. And, they, and, and what's the percentage chance the Nets had at that time? They had a 4.4. Golly. And who was supposed to get it that year? Do you know? No, I, that, okay. that I don't okay. have. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Uh, the next in their article, number four, the Cavs, 2.8% chance in 2011 to get Kyrie. And that's another small market team that nobody really wants to see a first-round pick go to. I mean, that's post-LeBron now, you know, obviously. Um, number three, Wiggins landing in Cleveland. Of course, he never played for Cleveland. Uh, but they had the Cavs that year had a 1.7% chance to find the odds here, Cal, because it's a lottery. Derrick Rose, number two, greatest upsets, 2008, 1.7% chance. Number one, it was... Uh, Chris Rupp Weber, one point five percent chance in uh, nineteen ninety two. That Sacramento had. Uh, uh, that would be not Sacramento. Oh, Golden State. Uh, o- I'm o- sorry. Oakland. Which uh, sorry, one? No, no, not Oakland. Orlando. Orlando. My apologies. Um, they landed Weber and then swapped him for Penny Hardaway in three first round picks. Oh, okay. That's what that was. I forgot about that. And that was a 1.5% chance. So 14%. Okay. I don't want to damper anybody's NBA lottery candles or anything like that tonight. But there's always a chance that somebody on the outside, I mean, Dallas is still up in this picture. They should have been penalized for what they did. They shouldn't even, they honestly, they should basically, they should have been penalized. But wait a minute, not to poo poo on this article or whoever put this out here. NBC Sports. Okay, NBC Sports. But if I'm not mistaken, the NBA made some slight adjustments to their draft process and ping pong balls and stuff of years ago to kind of prevent those type of chances when you have team, if I'm not mistaken. In 2019, they redid the lottery. Right. They redid the process, and that's where you get the evening out of odds of the bottom three teams and stuff like that at 14%. But upsets have happened, and I just want to prepare you and anybody else out there who doesn't want to see this team fall beyond three. It's a lottery for a reason. Look, man, all those teams up there – for the exceptions, well, no, I won't even say the exceptions. All those teams in the hunt, they all have a better chance of landing big time free agents than the two one zero, as constructed. You can get people to go play in Detroit. You can get um, if you have some pieces there already. You can get somebody to go in Houston, H Town. Hell, Harden trying to win. He don't even want to win a championship. He want to go back to H Town because of life for the uh, nightlife for so damn much. So. The Spurs cannot, they cannot fall below three. They can't. Two months ago, I said I'd take four. I changed my mind in the 23rd hour, considering how this, what this gone. But I've also say they need a double dosage of this. I'm not saying to go back in 14%, but they need to be, I mean, we, we, we don't need to go through it now because we know we got all these picks and swap picks with Atlanta and all these picks coming down. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about what you've earned in the regular season because the truth of the matter is, even if you do land the number one pick, they're not a playoff team next year. It's excitement. They're definitely going. They're going to be a lot more competitive than they were with the talent like that. Unless they send them to the G League. Could you see that? Oh, my goodness. The, the NBA would not allow Wembenyama to play G League. I can, I, I can, without hearing it from Adam Silver, I can guarantee they would not let Wembenyama play G League. See, Jonas, like, hold on. Double dribble, timeout. 
You just spent two days last week, all Friday, trying to sell me on JFK Part 2 Oliver Stone that Pop is the godfather and going to call Milwaukee up, say, hey, just let him. I know he won a title, but let him go because I want him as assistant. He's going to take over. And you mean to tell me that basically they would tell Pop, first of all, it wouldn't happen, but I'm just saying you think that they would be able to tell Pop, like, no, even if Pop say, hey, man, we're going to send the kid down there for just two weeks. Get it? You mean to tell me they would tell him no? Hell no. I, first of all, we don't even need to debate this because it wouldn't happen. Okay. Now, would it shock me if it happened? No. I'll be like, you know what? Damn, man. What are we doing? But no. But when, but your sentiment about the league, that, see this, and I want to make this clear. The reason why I say the league and everybody would holler is conspiracy and be disgusted if he landed in the Alamo City. This isn't a, this is what was, I've been told, what Jonas has been in my ear for the last months about, the last over a year. What I've heard peers, guys that are Hall of Famers talk about this young man. This isn't just a normal number one pick. We're talking about this kid from day one is going to be one of the faces of the league, that type of pressure. And there's if you want to be technical about it, there's and I don't think still he's has the amount of pressure that he did. Speaking of uh, Mr. James, but there's only been one guy that's lived up to it that was hyped up like this for this long. And that is LeBron. America's different than France playing over there, man. I mean, there's going to be some, I mean, there's still going to be some growing pains for this kid. I know you can't teach that. I mean, you can't teach that wingspan. You can't teach those handles at that size. But just to think that he's just going to come on and take this league by storm, it's going to take some time. But I will tell you, right or wrong, fair or not, he is automatically one of the, he's one of the top five faces of the league already at 19 or however old he is. So that's the re this isn't a norm. This isn't about a normal number one pick coming out of college. Let's just say if there was no controversy and everybody thought it was hands down going to be Brandon Miller. He wasn't part of no, no, no homicide or whatever the case. He it's just Brandon Miller. Even if you had that or you had somebody else in there. OK, you would sit there and even Scoot, you would sit there and say, OK, they got the number one pick. They did it again. We're talking about somebody that the NBA wants to get behind. Jonas has his France games up here on, on, on the network. Is, is this on NBA TV that they're televising this? Uh, NBA.com. Yeah. NBA.com is putting these friends. Tony Parker didn't have his games on in France before he showed up to the States. It's a different era. But... I understand it's a different era, but I doubt he still will anyway. Because I can't think there's I can't think of the next French guy that's had their games on NBA.com that was even ever drafted. I don't know how many has been drafted, but my point is there's expectations and they're hyped to this kid and their NBA's already getting behind him. That's why they would throw up if he lands in every, it'll be, it'll be all fake PC. Oh, Hey, good for Pablo. What do you know? Let's just see And behind in the league office, things are getting broken. Things like, damn. Cause you really want a kid like this in New York. You really want a kid like this in LA. Now that can't happen. But that's what this is not supposed to be a regular number one overall pick. I mean, I can't think the last time a commissioner the NBA sent an email out in October when the season started said, hey, watch out. We will be watching for things. I mean, come on. Who else has gotten that treatment? So this ain't your normal number one pick. That's what I've been told. I wasn't that cool. You know, I haven't been following like, oh, he's playing school. They televised that game. I didn't rush to go see that game. I'm like, man, and like, I had to build up some time for this guy and do a little bit of research and see the other people that actually play the game. Unlike myself, talk about him. I'm like, OK, then I guess this kid is special. 
He's still going to have to learn, though. He's still got to figure it out. But I will tell you this. You take a top three player, if they fall no lower than three, and they leave them twins alone, feel like you ain't found nothing, you ain't, you ain't learned nothing about dealing with the Morris twins, leave them damn twins alone. But if you talk about Brandon Miller, Scoot, and then you talk, I've told you, there's only, in my opinion, there's only three guys that I consider should be safe on this team for the future. That's for sale. That's so on. And that's Mr. Jones. Not saying I don't want to kick Keldon out. Not saying that. But, hey. So you take those three and you add this kid or you add Scoot or you add Brandon Miller. Now there's on to something. Now you're really basically, you're not in no man's land. You just need one more draft. And the next thing you know, there you go. So that's what we'll see what happens, man. I can't remember this. It's been a long time, over 20-some years, 30, 25, however long it's been since even paying attention to the lottery. Because I think if you go back to the 97 draft with Tim, even the, if I remember, even around the city, nobody thought we were getting the number one pick at that time. Nobody really – I mean, everybody knew who we were. Who we, I mean, Barkley, everybody was accusing us of tanking back then. Days back's ready. He's ready to come back. No, no, he's, uh, he needs more time. And Pop came. Hey, Bob, thank you for oh, – well, he was hurt. No, you're gone. I'll take over. That's one of the dirtiest moves still to this day. There's some people in this town that still ain't forgiving Pop for that. AC swears Bob Hill would have won this title. I'm like, no, he wouldn't, man. Go tell me what Bob – and Bob was a good coach. Go tell me what he did in Orlando. Got fired. I mean, I ain't even heard from Bob since he left when he got fired from Orlando. But – the city wasn't really they didn't really feel that they were going to get the number one pick this time you got people in this city that swear up and down that kid from france is supposed to be here no chance anybody trade the number one pick if they get it huh uh yeah yeah might have to drug somebody hey man just come on nope you listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Scott Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. 
From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, Shout. cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.